0: Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Welcome to the second ever afternoon edition of The Chaser Report. Charles Roth and Dom Knight here, and we're going to build our journalistic credibility today. Oh, really? Yes.
1: Oh, that's, that, that's a terrible mistake.
0: We have a competitor in the house. We have Angela Vapier. She's one of the um, hosts of The Signal podcast at the ABC. It's a credible, serious daily news <laughs> podcast, and it's exactly the kind of vibe we've been missing <laughs> from uh, this show. Welcome,
1: Ange.
2: Hello. I came here because I thought I was going to be able to lie and finally drop the slavish adherence to principles of journalism
1: <laughs> no 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 you you, you misunderstand the Chaser report was actually founded on really good journalism oh. which is very bad at it <laughs> like oh, think okay. we, we actually formed it because the signal got set up yeah. about, I think about six months before we started going to air right and we just saw we've got to smash that <laughs> mm. so <laughs> you, we going? are you are literally <laughs> the, our
0: direct competitor It's yeah. a trap <laughs> 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 well we want to join forces to destroy 7 a.m. that's our that's yeah. our agenda oh, down and, for that. and all the the others. They've had Matt it too, and good for Alex. too long.
2: No, yeah.
0: Well, that's why our podcast comes out at six a.m.
3: A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times.
1: Do you rate um, higher or lower than 7am?
2: We're lower than 7am. 7, 7 yeah. is number one, I believe. You yeah, should know I, this. I
1: think that's right. But our whole strategy was to release at 5am. Mm. So uh, we'd be two hours better we're than 7am.
2: We're actually out at 4am. Oh, oh, no! no! <laughs> oh, that's
0: what
1: we've been doing wrong. <laughs> oh, all those people
0: are getting on there at 4.30 okay. know, looking 4 a.m. for The 4am
2: crowd is, is where it's at. We're I good. mean... They're intense people, but they're, they're exactly the people you want listening to your podcast.
0: Well, thanks for coming in here at 2am before you go and record <laughs> The Signal at 3am, because of course all these podcasts that drop first thing in the morning are, oh, are yeah. done that morning. It's not like you'd record it the day before.
2: No, we've got integrity. Yeah, yeah you yeah.
0: do. Um, but when you're not doing that, you're also a, a comedian.
2: Yeah. So
0: you're an excellent combination of being good at what we do but probably also being funnier than us as well. So <laughs> why did we invite you on the show, I'm wondering?
2: I don't know. That's a question for you guys. The, there is that tension, like you're because not all of the news – I mean, you would probably dispute this, but not all of the – like there is a real hard line in ABC News. They're like, well, th- there are only so many jokes you can make about this, this topic. You mm. know, you really mm. shouldn't kind of go there too much. So my, I'm constantly in a, like a line-by-line battle to make very serious topics funnier than they are. Uh, at the ABC, and I've often lose.
0: There have been some challenges recently. We had a bit of an internal debate about how to cover the Cleo Smith story, well, which we, we ended up. Just deciding <laughs> we ended up to on. get into <laughs> right. But we did add that we did put the debate about that into the
1: podcast. Mm. Yes, um, but I think it, yeah. We, when something goes to the line, the way to do it is to use meta comedy. So mm. it's not actually comedy about the thing; it's comedy about making a joke about the thing.
2: Yeah, and and it's been four years and um, they still don't see it, things my way. They don't see it as a comedy podcast. They are very clear that it's a news oh, podcast.
0: Uh, so so it's, frustrating.
2: It's really frustrating. But I, I live in hope.
0: So you're pushing comedy into The Signal and we're trying to push facts (laughs) into our (laughs) podcast and I think you're doing better than we are (laughs) based on the last Uh, time I listened to The Signal. But you're hitting the stage. This is an amazing thing. Live comedy is actually coming back and you're one of the first people brave enough to duck their head above the parapet.
2: I am brave and I'm fully prepared to get shot for this, to overextend that metaphor. Yeah, it's. I actually did my first gig back in like eight or nine months or something last night. Uh, Just like a little gig in in Newtown and it had been so long since I'd been on stage and I was like, oh, that's right. This is my favourite thing in the whole world Mm. and nothing else makes me as happy or gives me the same (laughs) high (laughs) except podcasting, obviously, journalism, which I love with every fibre of my being. No, I do. But comedy is just. I uh, love comedy, something, yeah, special, and I... Was
1: the audience especially warm because, you know... Was oh, they, was,
2: they were so warm. Mm-hmm. They were, and, because they were, you know, they were from Newtown as yes. well. So they were, like, there for there for support, you know, they were kind of there to feel good about themselves as well, you know. Because
1: you know how in Melbourne, there's the year notoriously, where... Mm. Audiences are just kinder to chic comedians in Melbourne <laughs> than anywhere else. <laughs> Which and is
2: actually terrible for the rest of us because it encourages those people to come you. Yes. View. I but know. <laughs>
1: often yeah. for years. Yeah. But as
0: long as they're well dressed, yeah. that's the caveat. They've just got to look elegant. But nice my, hair, yeah.
1: my worry is that Sydney's going to post lockdown, everyone's so <laughs> eager to see live comedy. <laughs> that we'll we'll lower our standards and start laughing at anything and then we'll breed a whole generation of really shit comedians like Melbourne's.
2: No, look, I think think the safeguard against that is that the Sydney scene has always been absolutely awash with hordes of desperate comics who Mm. are competing for... Let it be said, a smaller audience's attention <laughs> than yes. in Melbourne. There is a small, smaller, yes. kind of regular comedy going audience in Sydney. And so I like you know, to call it
1: a more discerning audience. A more discerning a more audience. Discerning audience. Yeah. They
2: are well, they have to be more discerning because mm. there's like fifty hungry mouths just going like yeah. laugh at me, I'm funny, come on, come to my <laughs> show. Whereas and there's just not as many of them to go around. So I think that's a natural safeguard against really shit comedians succeeding in Sydney. Oh,
0: that's good. Yeah. But you're mates with a lot of the great younger generation than us, like the people who are kind of in their thirties. 30s. Yeah, you're the only person I've ever seen doing improv cello. For instance, um,
2: oh yeah, um,
0: with the bear pack.
2: Yeah, I've got it's my angle, it's my niche. If nothing, mm-hmm. if com- comedy standing like talking to a microphone and journalism both fail, I'm thinking that improv cello. Well, I can't
1: believe we're, we're I mean, I mean, asking you, you, hate you hate to bring the in the cello. Well, yeah. Would you call yourself the best improvised celloist in the world?
2: I think I could honestly say that, hand on heart. Mm. Uh, I, I can, honest, I can say I've never seen anyone better.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. And that's,
2: that's a good feeling and I'm, I'm proud of that.
1: So what's what's your new show called?
2: <laughs> My new show is is called Spiders Follow Me. And you might think that, you know, you might expect that to be allegory on some level. Yeah,
3: I saw
0: not. a poster and I, saw, I thought, oh, wow, it's an amazing metaphor for 2021. I feel <laughs> like Spiders Follow Me as well. <laughs> Um, and then I read Is the fine print down the bottom of the description, yeah. which said that Ange may dress as a spider <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> during this
2: show. I've just, you know, I could have gone high, but I, I went low. I thought, you know, what I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a little suit made. Uh, it arrived yesterday at the ABC, which was really thrilling. And I tried some of it on with my colleagues, and they hated it. So <laughs> it's going. I think the show's going to go well. Uh, spiders were literally following me for a considerable portion of the pandemic. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. What? There, there, yeah, I got really into looking at spider density, like how many spiders there are per square metre because there are some pretty interesting studies around that because they've, they've done all these surveys over the years mm. um, in the US but then Australia is, you know, more spider dense than the US. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, then, and then, you know, you sort of take an aggregate of those and, you know, in an urban environment, in a really denuded environment, you can expect there to be three spiders within a metre of you any really, given time. but I think that probably you know we're not accounting for verticals. So say we're in we're in a building here that has multiple levels. Mm-hmm. So not to brag, but um, there might <laughs> be multiple spiders over multiple levels. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, Although the
0: interns leave food out in this office, so we probably have hundreds. Do
2: spiders like human food?
0: Oh,
1: they probably don't. I don't know. Yeah, I've no, tried. spiders like you know, bugs, oh, which is why they the cockroaches. That oh, eat the so they're, they're for here for the, yeah. yeah. They're the best thing in the world. Like, they're, they're, do you love spiders? spiders?
2: Well, I went on a journey with, with this experience of being followed by spiders where initially, because I grew up in the bush, and so you just killed spiders because killing things you is, out, is culture. You killed spiders. Yeah, but why are you so shocked by this? I don't know. There's two types of people in the world, people who yeah. kill spiders, people who don't. Anyway. I uh, would
0: never kill a spider. Depends on the spider.
2: I was doing Justin Hamilton's, Podcast at some point, and he told me after, and I told him about the spiders and killing spiders, and he was kind of horrified but hid it. And then as we, I was leaving, he was we saying goodbye at the door, and he said, "Anyway, uh, oh yeah, but before you go, one last thing: do you know that every time you kill a spider, a part of your imagination dies?" Anyway, <laughs> bye, and slams the door.
0: Oh, <laughs> classic <laughs> Hamo. just That's just good. mic drop.
2: Yeah, And just um, so I'm that fucked me right up. So I'm standing in the in the hallway just. Devastated mm.
1: and not able to imagine anything because you've killed so many spiders right. and like <laughs> yeah.
2: going flipping through the Rolodex of mm. spider corpses in my history. Mm. And so after that, I uh, you know I I, I stopped. Uh, but then you know that that was that had been a natural curb on the number of spiders following me, I suppose. And yes, and so the yes. numbers really exploded. Yes, now they, they yes, that now they're just they're, they yeah. and they know they're safe. Yeah, exa- exactly. They've got the memo. So I uh yeah, I So are
1: you is, are you frightened of spiders?
2: Well, I've had I had to come to terms with them. Like you find them in your salad, you find them in your hair, you find them like in all these places and all of a sudden you kind of have to you have to I
0: haven't had either of those experiences, but I don't have any hair. Well, no, it's like no,
2: it's the relatable experience of finding a <laughs> spider in your salad, Dog. Well,
0: the one the one that happened to me was going over the harbor bridge.
2: Yeah. And oh, I yeah. was
0: moving Passive. like boxes or something. i uh. so back of the car is full of boxes. And I noticed a huntsman like on the inner pillar, like running across my window about at three inches from my head. <laughs> and I swerved
1: oh, and oh no. all the
0: boxes fell over and things broke, but I didn't hit anything. But I nearly hit one of the sort of staunch anything. So yeah, a, a giant huntsman next to your head. That that was pretty chilling, but I still yeah. didn't kill it.
2: Yeah, look, I—I there was one uh, sort of a, a beige coloured one, which I'd never seen before. And I'm like, I might be going crazy. And that crawled out while I was doing about uh, like 110 on the, on the freeway between Atherston, Sydney, that's, that's where not. my folks are. Mm. And that's like a, that's like a moment you really have to, you fully dissociate in a second, right? You like have this derealization, and you go like, all right, I'm not here. This isn't real. And you sort of have to b- break and pull over and just leave your body for a little bit. Short answer is yes, I am, but you can switch it off if they're being, if they're following you enough. I mean, were, followers, were spiders really following me? When you look at the density.
1: Yeah. This know, is the question. Or were you the question. following them? I wasn't
0: what worried was I to following ask because I was worried if you were okay. Okay, let's get into that. Yeah, yeah, Are yeah. they actually, is it you or is it spiders?
2: Well, this is the goal of the show. This It's an inquiry into this question. So you were kind of right the first time in that it sort of is about like our wild capacity for magical thinking that I think has been strongly developed during the, the pandemic because we all spend a lot of time in our own heads and a lot of time kind of. I don't know, there like conspiracy theories exploded and mm. everyone started reading their star signs a lot more because we're looking for order in a chaotic world that, you know, we had no control over. And, you know, how, I don't know, all worst mind is actually following me.
0: <laughs> One hour at the factory. <laughs> <laughs> we'll resolve that for this Thursday, by the way.
3: A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: I was thinking, when you mentioned during the pandemic you were looking at spider density, I was just going... Of course you were, because that's what we did. <laughs> lockdown, I mean, during the lockdown, and the pandemic's still going, but during lockdown, I would every night for no reason start up to 2am, even though I knew it was going to completely fuck my next day, mm. looking at random facts, I could not stop. And so I found out all these minor details about the British royal family. And I've got to tell you, spider density is much more interesting and anything to do with the British Royals. <laughs> well,
2: that's so interesting that that's the direction you went in. I went. I definitely went went for like weird nature stuff. Like I also found out a lot about eels. Do you guys know about the eel question? No. no so no one knows how eels. We're not quite sure how eels reproduce. No one's ever seen them fuck.
1: Ooh. In
2: captivity, they don't reproduce.
0: Ooh. Uh, they go on a sex strike. They, they, they kind they're of do up. like this
2: Pokemon thing. Like they have like four phases, mm. and in their final phase, their stomach dissolves, and they can kind of walk on the land. Uh, but, yeah, they find them in ponds, like, miles from anywhere where eels have been found in a long time. Wow. Uh, and, they, and they think that they just sort of, like, like spray their sex cells into the air, like, and then they, like, like the IVF of the animal kingdom. Like, like one of those um,
0: vending machines at a shit pub that has a pheromone spray, is that what you're saying? Yeah, but, like, like, actually,
2: that. like, if it was, like, eel sperm, and hmm. then that's how the, the little eel... Babies get made. God, okay. Charles, it was
0: such a good decision to get a journalist on the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
2: is this a and boss? so no one, no one knows. No, it's beautiful, <laughs> well, there's,
1: guys. There's your next show. Or is this going to – is that in this show? Oh, I
2: look, I, I actually wrote a pretty extensive eel bit for the show and then mm. I thought it was too much. So I thought, I'm you know what, sure. I'll save this for the chaser.
0: Because <laughs> um, I'm just imagining a, a, an amazing kind of coup de théâtre, if I may, mm. where you say, in fact, I've just released a whole bunch of eel sperm into the, into the theatre <laughs> – and we're I mean, going to see what
1: happens. <laughs> I, I think that would be magical. Are there any
2: lady sperm in the house? I mean, yeah. any lady eels in the house? <laughs> Damn.
1: And they just magically appear. Yeah, yeah. Because it's quick as well.
2: I also found out, oh no,
1: I shouldn't. Yeah, go on. No, go on.
2: Oh, but it's, it's, it's troubling, a podcast. isn't it? Are people listening to this in the morning? No, in the no, hour-
0: this afternoon. this is afternoon. Yeah. So the whole point of the afternoon edition is to have more time to go down these sorts of rabbit holes. We would have had to cut this whole thing out And to be in gross. the old format. Yeah, <laughs> thank yeah. goodness. Yeah. I'm so I kind glad of here. feel
1: like that was a good decision.
0: <laughs> 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 no, no, but rabbit holes. Because I listen to more podcasts mm. and I yeah. realized we were the only podcast in the world that was editing everything out. Like, most podcasts
1: have like yeah, but that's why that's why we're better than oh, other is that podcasts. that how all the lies get in. This is a terrible miscalculation. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's terrible. But no, can you tell us about rabbit uh, holes? I just no, found
2: was- I, on the reproduction of spooky animals. I found out because I was looking up. I'm like, how often are these spiders reproducing? Like are these? Am I because in Charlotte's Web, you know, there's multiple generations of spider that follow around the same pig. And I'm like, I'm the pig. Are there how many generations of spiders? And then I found out that they reproduce. Like they can they can do it any time of year and they can do it up to once a month, so wow. you know wow. it, it was a really mm. big decision to stop killing them.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I had this whole campaign with my with my um, wife and, and kid where they both were desperate for me to kill all the giant huntsmen mm. that appeared during the recent rains. I was kind of like, no, no, they they kill the cockroaches, so they had to genuinely try and figure out. I could see my three year old going, "Do I hate the cockroaches or the, or the huntsmen more?" Mm. more? Mm. And she ended up. No, let it kill the cockroaches, let it go. And so it was all good. And oh, she see, now thinks the spiders are her friends.
1: Because my, my 10-year-old's quite scared of spiders. Like, yeah. it, Partly because once uh, a spider – because I always used to just reassure him that, no, nah, no, don't worry about spiders. And he'd go, no, no, but they climb into your room and and – Has he worked out that it's a lie yet that
2: I? they're more afraid of you than we are of them? They're not afraid of us.
1: Yeah, I oh know he's very cluey. Like, he's yeah. um, it, hundred. But but so I left the window open one night. You know, it was quite warm, and one crawled across his face. <laughs> they do do that, don't yes. they? Yes. And then and <laughs> now it's just a perfect. If ever he wants to just sleep in our bed, he just goes, "Well, I'm um, tonight, Dad. I'm a bit worried that a spider's going to crawl across <laughs> my face." I love those. How guilty do you feel as a, as a parent? In no, the uh, but I just I think well I, I'm come from the school of hard knocks. I yeah. think,
0: you know, putting in crystal. a tank full of fight at her spiders. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know those videos where like a, a giant parade of baby spiders comes down from the you know oh, yeah. the ceiling of the room. I've always wondered about being in a room because that must happen in in like in well, Australian. Well, that rooms. happened in our yeah. Year Five classroom
2: to our no way. Room. Yeah, and uh, her response was. It actually outshone the drama of the spiders crawling everywhere. So we were all kind of like just chill about the spiders and our teacher just had this total meltdown. It was amazing.
3: Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott.
1: I actually lie. I have actually killed a spider once, but the it, the only time I've ever done it was it was down. Uh, it was in this sort of bush shack uh, down on the south coast, mm. and there it, it was lots of sort of bugs and spiders and things like that. Dro- and it was a redback, and it dropped down on the floor. And I'd said to the kids, because redbacks, you know, they I can do bite the damage. Get on the bunk beds. Get on the bunk beds now, right? I'll deal with it, right? Mm. And so I smashed it with a uh, shoe. Like I took off my shoe, smashed it, and then it was pregnant and of it, and like <laughs> literally thousands. Thou- no, I shit you not, thousands of spiders, little tiny spiders, and all. It like, like my wife was in the shack next door, and all she could hear was ah, ah! ah spiders. And, then, and then it was like Norman Gunston style because I ended up getting out some Aero Guard or, you know, Mortine or whatever oh. and just spraying everything. This know, is a I don't horror
2: know. show. And yeah. do you think it was, like, God's way of saying you shouldn't have done that?
1: Yes, exactly. If I, if I hadn't, it, yeah. you know, hurt the spider, then, you know, it wouldn't have, yeah, it, it would have just crawled across my 10-year-olds at 3am. Yeah, the entire
0: (laughs) army of baby spiders would have been released into your child's face (laughs) later that night. As nature intended.
2: Uh, Look, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, drawing a line, drawing a hard line around spiders, not to kill them, what, like, where is the line for you in terms of things that you will let yourself, like,
1: mozzies? Oh, definitely kill mozzies and cockroaches. Yeah, cockroach. Why cockroaches
2: and not spiders?
1: But cockroaches are filthy, awful. Yeah, they, they Where are add these no value judgments
2: coming from they add Where no value.
1: Spiders are our friends because they, they kill must, everything else.
2: It must be an evolutionary purpose for cockroaches.
1: I spent half an hour
0: on the weekend talking to a cockroach expert who assured me that they were part of the nature's cleaning cycle, there you and go. that they have a very useful function of basically getting rid of a whole lot of crap, and you know. Basically, and also turning the soil over. Apparently,
2: are we a pro cockroach podcast?
1: No, I, re- <laughs> no, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon cockroaches are going to look after themselves. Like you're allowed to kill them because they're they're definitely going to you know outlast us. Uh-huh. Whereas if they I, get I in the house, d- they're fair game. I think. I yeah. think. I think you know you got to put your thumb on the measure just to help spiders along because i not humanity's sure. had enough pressure. like yeah. mem- <laughs> Mucking with the evolution of natural creatures, Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> Whereas cockroaches will look after themselves. Yeah, and no. also, you know, spiders create these amazing webs and things like that. Like, they're such complex creatures. Like, I feel there's a sort of consciousness there. It's because they're clever. Yeah, they're, they're really artists. clever. You yeah. only value the arts. So yeah, yeah. The boring cockroaches when don't do beautiful webs, you, you kill. In the in the apartment complex that Dom and I both live in. Uh-huh. Um, That's cute. They, ha- they have um, St Andrew's Crosses. Oh yeah, um, but but in the last couple of years they haven't had them because but they were beautiful. They were absolutely beautiful yeah. with the yellow mm. stripes down the back. It's probably they since I moved in. Great, these amazing <laughs> webs. No, it's because the strata fucking committee <laughs> decided a couple of years ago that they didn't like these beautiful spiders and specifically got some spray. That would kill spiders. <laughs> You're just going, what the fuck? With? And it, it just fucks with everything.
0: So, yeah. Charles, are you going to go and sit in Andrew's show and just be kind of like, no, nah, spiders are our friends. How <laughs> yeah. no,
1: dare you? I'm going to have a sit-in. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring all my spider friends with me.
2: It's it's potentially the show for you. It's a genuine inquiry. I go yeah. in with like a curious spirit. I'm absolutely not prejudging spiders. And okay, as you know, good. I've had a real I've had a real kind of come-to-God moment with spiders and I do let them live now and I go to great lengths to save them. So, yeah, you okay, know, This we're a broad church. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good. <laughs> all right. Angie's show, Spiders Follow Me. It's on at the factory floor in Marrickville, in Sydney, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 7 pm. Details at factorytheatre.com.au if you want to go and see it. Thanks,
2: Angie. Thanks, guys. And but we'll
0: listen to you on the signal and steal all of the um, jokes that yeah. you cut out.
2: That's what the public broadcast is there for.
0: Do, do you
1: know? Uh, you you rate higher than us, though, don't you? Oh, yeah. Not for long. <laughs>
0: We'll have another morning episode of The Chaser Report for you at 5am tomorrow, two hours before 7am. Our Gears from Road Microphones, were are part of the Acast Creator Network. Catch you tomorrow.